Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. to lock it in with cam rogers right here on the believe podcast network we have a fellow believer right here on this very episode mr brett davern actor and host of believe in seahawks and release the show both of those programs right here on the believe podcast network brett what's up my man hey cam what's up man dude thank you so much for having me uh believer for sure uh, as Lofo would say on our Seahawks podcast, spelled our way, B-L-E-A-V, everybody. There you go. There you go. A proud Seattle sports fan right here on the show. Of course, you know Brett as well from MTV's Awkward. I'm actually going to start that series, Brett. I am so sorry. I've never seen the show, but I'm going to start because I'm inspired by you and having you on oh, this nice. very program. Yeah, so. well, have fun. There's a love triangle. You know, it's uh, kids in high school. Uh, the popular guy smells his armpits when he's nervous, <laughs> you know, and uh, we make up words on there and put words together and the language is fun and uh, what a blast we had on that show and so cool to be a part of. And um, and people are finding it again because I guess it's on Paramount Plus, the whole thing. Uh, hashtag this is not an ad, but it could be. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think you can find the whole thing there. On yeah, Paramount I think it's Plus. on one of the services that I have. It's either Paramount Maybe we'll Plus. Maybe we'll yeah. get a reboot someday, Cam. Well, I want to touch upon that later. Before we get there, we'll tease that for later. Okay. I want to touch upon the Believe in Seahawks podcast with legendary linebacker Lofa Tatupu, somebody you didn't know prior to starting this podcast. And of course, he knows Braun Houston Stam, the president of the Believe Podcast Network, as do you. But yeah. just talk to me about growing that relationship together, starting out cold, right? Episode mm-hmm. one, and then growing the show together. Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys, it's one of these things where I think I might have sort of dreamt this all into fruition or willed this to be somehow or something like that because uh way way back before i ever auditioned for any movies or tv shows or anything um i was like submitting applications to be an intern at the local sports station in seattle called kjr so i've been in love with radio sports radio forever grew up a seattle sports fan so uh lofa and i are actually the same age we graduated high school the same year so uh, right as I was getting into college and stuff, his Seahawks teams were going to the Super Bowl. His When he was a rookie, he nice. was the starting middle linebacker for that Seahawks Super Bowl team, captain of the defense, you know. I mean, just one of my heroes. And and the fact that we were the same age, and he was so cool with the hair coming out of the helmet and being from USC and all that. So I was just such a fan of, of his, but then also, of course, Seattle, because I grew up there. Um. And so then years and years later, after acting in some things and all of that, um, I meet this guy, Braun, who would go on to be the president of Believe. But at the time, uh, he had a clothing store on Sunset. He was like doing PR in LA, you know, he's, he's, I don't know if anyone knows, but Braun's got like beautiful blonde hair and he's like this surfer dude. And so um, because I was on a TV show, uh, my buddy and I got to go shopping at Braun's store on Sunset, and he gave us a bunch of clothes and it was just super cool to hang out with. And so we just had this friendship. And then years later, I ran into him at a party. I told him I started doing uh, all these podcasts uh, in the meantime, you know, after Awkward ended and all that. And he just kind of said, hey, I'm starting this thing, and do you want to do one for the Seahawks? I said yes. 
Uh, long story short, he went to USC with Lofa. So after about a year of doing the Seahawks podcast, Braun says, would you ever want to do it with a guy named Lofa Tatupu? And I said, if you asked me in my dreams who would be a co-host, he would be at the top of the list, at least in the top three, but probably right on top, especially after getting to know him. Um, and so, of course, I flipped out and and Lofa and I had a Zoom call, I think, because it was kind of right at the beginning of COVID. Um, and we just hit it off right off the bat. Like I said, we're the same age. We have a lot in common. Um, I feel like we're like brothers now. I, we rib each other and just have a great time. And um, like you said, the the relationship and chemistry has developed. And uh, it's strange because we've only been in the same room together a handful of times. Right. Right. But with Zoom and with technology and with everything nowadays, like, um, yeah, it, it's been fun. And now we're starting to do live events up in Seattle. We're doing watch parties together. I'm flying up there. We're flying back and forth. We're raising money for charity. Um, I mean, I, Cam, I'm so passionate about these podcasts and everything that we're doing. And I could talk about it forever, but I'm going to shut up now because I've been talking for a while. Well, a few points I want to hit on. Number one, Lofa might be the most unassuming person ever. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't know he's a legend from yeah. Seattle if you, for instance, never watch football or whatever. And he's just so chill and a normal guy. Yeah, he's just so real, right? And he's down to earth, super humble guy. Like at the beginning, he would barely even let me promote our podcast or not let me, but he would get like shy mm -hmm. if I was telling people, you know, or like blowing people up on social media. And I'd be like, Lofa, like, come on, man, we got to tell everyone we got it. And he's like, I, you know, I don't know. I don't like to promote myself like that. And I'm like, right, but we're promoting our show, right. you know? And like, this is just how like, down to earth and what a humble, humble soul he is. Um, but that's what makes him so great on the air because you know that what you get with Lofa is his honest opinion. You know, if he says it, he means it. Um, he's super thoughtful about uh, the things that he says and the takes that he brings. Um, like, honestly, I couldn't have asked for a better partner and we're just having so much fun over there. And developing quite a relationship and a friendship, really. And you're just one of several examples in terms of NFL coverage that we have where two guys kind of meet for the first time, episode one, and then develop that beautiful blossoming relationship. Mark Bergen and Ike Taylor got to meet one-on-one yeah. -on -one in person at some point. I think it was a couple of months ago. Rashawn Haylock and Eric Davis, those guys didn't know each other prior to the show. So it's really great to see everything sort of come together. And I was employee number one of believe as oh, the right. social media guy and the marketing director right yeah. so seeing this yeah. from the ground up and you were one of the earlier shows i would assume right oh yeah i think i think looking back on it like we were in very early like yeah. maybe one of 20 shows or something because i was just talking to myself i don't know where those episodes are but it was just me by myself and i think occasionally you could hear our producer producer katie shout out to producer katie who makes everything run for us but i think you could hear her laughing in the background sometimes <laughs> but it would just be me talking to myself and so yeah i mean once we attached lofa it was like i knew we were kind of off and running and and we've been gaining followers on social media this year uh like i said we've been doing these live events yeah. in seattle where we get to meet Seahawks fans right there in person. I mean, they come in, we, we do them at the Queen Anne Beer Hall in Seattle. It's right downtown, beautiful venue. And I mean, people walk in the front door of that place and there's Lofa just standing there watching the game, you know? And he he loves meeting everybody, shaking hands, uh, taking pictures and stuff. And um, he's just, he's like just such a big teddy bear. And right. it's so fun to watch everyone in Seattle, like love him so much. It's just, I'm like a proud uh 
brother or cousin or something at these things. It's it's really fun. It's you so know, it's, cool. It's funny listening to some of your release the show episodes. Actually, some of the best parts are when Katie's laughing in the background because it's just so <laughs> real. It's oh just, yeah, you know, it's you guys having fun. You know, like the mailbag episodes and the yeah. family time episodes, if you will, where you have just kind of a casual conversation for ten or yeah, totally minutes. But, yeah, um, it's that's what we're trying to do with all of our shows um, uh, that we have. Katie and I have actually like five different podcasts. I was going to uh, say, you're quite the content creator. Yes, uh, we have given ourselves a lot of things to do. That is for sure. Uh, but they're all becoming so real and they're so much fun to do that it's it's kind of one of these things where like, we have a conversation all the time behind the scenes of like, do we have time to add another one or time to do more episodes a week? And it's like, at the end of the day, we kind of realize, like, yes, we do. And so why not? Because it's so much fun. Yeah. You know, because um, release the show, our Kraken podcast that I started doing for Believe and that I do with my buddies, Kevin and Chris. Um, it was kind of like that, where like my buddy Kevin called up and he's like, hey, you know, I know you do all these podcasts, but there's this new hockey team coming and I've always been a hockey fan and I know I'm going to be a fan of this team. And what do you want to do? And so, of course, I called you guys right away, right? Sure. And uh, and we put this whole thing together, and with your guys' help and support, as always, and 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 now that thing's taken off. You know, we're over like 500 followers on Twitter. We get great engagement on there. The growth has just been like exponential since the beginning. And to what you were saying, like I think our aim with our shows, at least here on Believe, have become this like building this family, like almost quite literally. You know, Lofa's a big family guy. I got two kids. Uh, Kevin has kids. Chris has a family. Katie, who doesn't have a family? And like, that's what's so cool about it is like, we might not always nail the analysis. We might, you know, get some people's names wrong or whatever. But the point is like with, we make up for it with passion and like fandom, but also we take care of our listeners. We do givebacks and prize giveaways for nailing score predictions. and. Um, we have sponsors like Simply Seattle, which is a really cool local company that'll yeah. give out gift cards if people win our prizes. And so we're like, I don't know, just kind of the place to come if you're a fan and just kind of hang out with other fans. And you never know who's going to stop by, With especially with Lofa as a co-host. We had Hall of Famer Walter Jones on the show. You know, Super cash. Uh, it's all good. Yeah. You know, no big deal. <laughs> just like the greatest left tackle of all time. Uh, and, you know, he's calling me by my first name and I'm freaking out as this inner, you know, Seahawk fan that I'm always going to be. So dude, I just, I mean, I, I hope you can hear it. Like I'm just, I can hear the passion. I, I, I can't stop with these things. It's just so much fun. And we're never going to stop. And the, these sports teams are never going to stop. I mean, for the Kraken, it's only year one, man. Can you imagine us year 10 and, and them year 10? It's just going to be, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> that makes me really excited too in regard to the Kraken podcast because it's year one, right? And I would assume the sample size is pretty small in terms of other Kraken podcasts out there. So like yeah. you're one of the first, right? Yeah. And you're ready to grow this thing. And let me say too, there's no bigger turnoff than a broadcaster who tries to act like an expert. Like I am wrong more often than I'm right with my predictions in terms of my best bets and what have you. And I'm very authentic with the people out there in terms of that. So, you know, 
we all go through the ups and downs of being correct and being wrong. So just be real. So it's great yeah, that you're totally channeling right? that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and like, that's because that's, and also, by the way, those are the best arguments when someone's wrong and you know, they're wrong anyway. And right. Right. And, and people email us like, and that's the other thing. We love reading the emails of the listeners on the air. If they have questions, if they have comments, if they have criticisms, we love it. Like our mailbox is open. Our DMS are open on social media. You know what I mean? Like we just, we, we just want to create these families and these like just armies, legions of fans, even, you know, like we're doing this event on December 19th up in Seattle at the Queen Anne beer hall again. And they're always kind of joint events before the Seahawks and the Kraken. Cause they're both playing at the same time right now. So we're going to be watching the game, uh, the Seahawks game during the day. It's a 1 PM start against the Rams. It's on the road. So if you're in the Seattle area, I mean, come watch the game with us rather than just sitting at home. Right. You know, and you drink the good beer, you eat the good food at the beer hall. Uh, but then we're going to do this live auction and, and the whole thing's for charity. So there's no cover at the door, nothing like that. You just come hang out. But if while you're there, if you want to buy a raffle ticket, if you want to get in on the auctions and stuff like that, the proceeds will benefit um, Food Lifeline, uh, which uh, donates meals to like, you know, people who uh, need them most, especially this time of year in Western sure. Washington and food banks and things like that. So it's all local to Seattle. Um, actually, you know what, Cam? Also, if you bring a blanket or a coat or a toy to the front door, you get a drink ticket. So right off the bat, you can get a free beer. It's across the street from Climate Pledge Arena where the Kraken are gonna be playing that night. And so we're gonna be partying and hanging out. And then right before the game, we're gonna lead a parade to Climate Pledge Arena and producer Katie's gonna be banging a drum. <laughs> It's going to be nuts, Cam, but it's going to be oh so much fun, God. dude. If you want to come, Cam, you should uh, come. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I was going to tell you at the end of this episode that I probably will be in L.A. for the Super Bowl because every year we go to the Super oh, Bowl. Oh, nice. We're going to party. Too. Oh, yeah. We're going to party and hang It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. I can't <laughs> wait. Uh, let's get into some X's and O's, though, my man. Uh, all right. All right. Seahawks. They're four and eight. And yeah. Lofa and you are very level-headed and logical with your approach in terms of analyzing this Seahawks team right now. Let me say to you, as even a non-fan, it's a little bizarre to talk about them being four and eight. Yeah. yeah. They got to win against the 49ers. They have to run the table. Can they do that? I think they can. I don't see why not. Uh, Russell Wilson, in his many cliches and sayings, has the saying, why not us? And why not us? I mean, we didn't make it easy on ourselves. There's a couple of games that I can think back on, like the Saints game the Pittsburgh game, uh, the first time we played the Rams game. I mean, I think the Seahawks have lost four games by a combined 11 points. I think I'm right on that, or three games by 11 points. So, I mean, they were in a lot of these games at the end, and we're all kicking ourselves now, of course, right? The what-if um, game, yeah. Yeah, because now you can't lose. But if you look at the schedule, coming up this weekend, they got the Houston Texans, Okay. I'm not guaranteeing any of these. I'm just telling you who they're playing. Right. You got the Texans. Then you got the Rams. Stafford, kind of shaky lately. Who knows? Then you got the Bears, the Lions. And then, of course, you got Arizona at the end, which final game of the season, maybe they're they rest resting. Yeah. So it's like that dumb and dumber line. Like, so you're saying there's a chance, right? right? Where's Jim Carrey when you need him, huh? Well, and also, how about the irony that, or not even irony, but just coincidence that, um, uh, they get the extra game this year, right? So that mathematically changes things uh, with having the more games on the schedule, right, than mm -hmm. before. 
before. And also, let's not forget, the Seahawks are the team that made it to the playoffs uh, with a sub-500 record. That was the Beastquake year. Throwback. Right? Uh, with in with Pete Carroll and Marshawn and everything way back in the day. So if anyone can do it, it's the Seahawks. And they could get some help along the way. I mean, the Vikings just lost to the Lions. So I'll tell you what, it's been a bizarre NFL season in the sense that every single week there is at least one really weird result. That Vikings game against the Lions, weird. The Bills mm-hmm. go to Jacksonville and lose, weird. The Bengals lose to the Jets. So it's like, yeah, anything can happen. And this league is filled with parity. I mean, you're looking at the playoff picture right now and in the hunt are like five and seven teams. So, I mean, the Seahawks could certainly do it. My question to you is, is this the same Russ pre-injury or what? Well, okay. This is the thing. Can they do it? Sure. Uh, so you're saying there's a chance, right? Yes, I am. Do I have confidence that they'll do it because of Russ and because of the way that we've played so far this year? I mean, to, if I'm being perfectly honest and not being a Homer, not really because Russ, he looks great. He looked great this last game. It's been a struggle working him back in. Um, even before this injury this season, there were times where he looked really good and times where he didn't look so good, if I'm being honest. And also the players around him, they do all need to step up a little bit. DK has some drops that are, un, I, you'd like to say uncharacteristic, but he's had those before. Um, injuries all over the place. I mean, Adrian Peterson is a Seahawk, you guys. Crazy. <laughs> okay? Like it's a bizarre season, right? Uh, Chris Carson's out. Um, you know, like people just can't stay on the field. Uh, it's, uh, Damian Lewis, a big, big time O lineman for us, like really important was out. Um, you got Jamal Adams out now, by the way, torn, uh, labrum. So having surgery on that. So it's like, it's not getting any easier. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Look, game by game, obviously is your mentality. And I'm sure Lofa's as well as the Seahawks take on the Houston Texans this week. Davis Mills likely to be the quarterback in that scenario no well, Tyrod Taylor the Colt McCoy so very true very true so again two years in a row <laughs> on two different teams oh it's so bizarre this NFL season all right we'll see what happens with the Seahawks going forward want to pivot here Brett yeah to the Seattle Kraken obviously the newest NHL franchise here you're building an amazing community with release the show you touched on that already so if you want to expand on that a little bit a little bit more, please do. But also just your thoughts on the season so far. It hasn't been great from what I understand, but, you know, it's year one. Well, it hasn't been great on the record side of things and in the standings, but it has been great in terms of excitement because this is another team that, well, it's another Seattle sports team, if I'm being honest, that play up to their opponents and then also play down hmm. to their opponents. Um, so it's been a bit of a roller coaster. When they look good, they look great. Like they beat the Edmonton Edmonton Oilers in a in a great game, four to three. Uh, Grubauer, our goalie, standing on his head at the end of the game, blocking everything that's coming in. And and when you beat Connor McDavid and at Edmonton, which is a team that a lot of people are think you know are going to be in it at the end this year, uh, that's exciting. And also the first time we played Edmonton, they like waxed us. So this was like a good comeback game, and it was in the division and all that. Um, we beat Carolina Hurricanes, another good team. We beat um, – there was another team right before that, though. That's uh, escaping my memory right now. What oh, a good uh, team. Who was it that we, like, weren't really supposed to beat? Anyway, we went on this run where we won five of seven. And so everybody got really excited. And then Pittsburgh really beat us up, six mm. to one, 
in the last game. But I think that might have been a fluke. And, you know, a lot of people thought we were going to be the Golden Knights or had expectations of that because that was the last expansion team. But that was such an anomaly, right? Also, though, if you look at the Knights in their first season, they weren't great up until this point as well for them. And then they went on this crazy run. So anything's possible. We're optimists on our show there. But I think, like, in terms of what we're seeing on the ice, what people are really queuing into right now, I think, is the personality of the team. Because we have a lot of really cool players and fun players to watch. Uh, this guy, Brandon Tanev, we're calling him Turbo. Um, he's like all over the ice. He has a crazy haircut and cool mustache. He doesn't wear a helmet during warm up, So he takes like pucks off the face and has stitches during the game and things like that. Uh, he's kind of a wild man, like throwback guy. Um, uh, Alexiak, one of our defensemen is like literally eight feet tall when he puts on skates. Um, so he's a giant and, uh, his sister is an Olympian who's more famous than him. So uh, he's Penny Oleksiak's brother, as far as everyone's concerned. Um, our captain, Gio, is like the ultimate captain. Um, this guy, Jordan Eberly, which Cam, everyone wanted to call him Ebbs because that's his NHL nickname. But on our show, we started calling him Dan. And he couldn't score at the beginning of the season. Then we started calling him Dan. And now he can't stop scoring. Every game, he scores. His name? So yeah, his new name is Dan and we're going to put that on a t-shirt. I swear but <laughs> we, we like coined that and now he can't stop scoring. So it's like, yeah, they're not great wins and losses, but they're super fun to watch and super fun to root for. And the merch for them is amazing. Their jerseys are incredible. So we're having a blast. I would just think that the mentality for fans right now is, Hey, we're just happy you're here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. So. Yeah, exactly. And if we can have some big wins along the way, especially in our first season, like I said, um, and just to, you know, just to be excited about and see where the team is, is headed. That's, that's really great. And the thing is too, is like the, the franchise seems to be doing it right in terms of um, even if they're not winning on the ice, you can tell that the right team is in place, especially behind the scenes and in the front office, hmm. that this isn't like some joke franchise to them. This isn't just some sort of like, money-making opportunity to have a sports franchise you can tell that they're going to be there for the long run they're really embedded in the community already um so they're a fun team to also root for because you can tell that there's like a strong foundation yeah absolutely so yeah. release the show and believe in seahawks the two pods that brett hosts right here on the believe network he's also an actor and we know him from of course MTV's Awkward, a show that I will be kickstarting very, very soon. And Brett, let me just tell you that, true confession, I love the high school drama shows, the 90210s, the One Tree Hills, oh, the it. Dawson's Creek. So you're saying I'm going to like this. You're going to love it. Okay. Yeah, you're going to love it. It's everything that you want it to be then. It was, uh, I mean, it came along at the perfect time on MTV. They, they started doing some scripted shows. It was like Us and Teen Wolf and... Um, there was a show called uh, oh, what was it? Faking It was one of them, and and just a lot of really cool programming at the time. We just missed like the beginning of streamers and stuff like that. Mm. I feel like we were kind of some of the last shows that people were tuning in for at a time and a certain day. Appointment of the viewing, yeah, yeah. I think we were on like Tuesdays at eleven on actual MTV on the channel, you know. Um, but so it, it was just so fun, man, like five seasons of it out there. And 
I think it's on Paramount Plus again, and it's been fun to watch like a whole new audience grab a hold of it. People who are the perfect age now, because it's been off the air now for, uh, I think we our first episode started ten years ago, so we've been off the air for maybe four years now or something. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to see like a new wave of of people grab a hold of it, and uh, yeah, it, it was it was the time of my life, honestly. Like it was everything you think it was. It was as much fun and more, and I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. You know, I quickly saw a scene on YouTube. It was you punching the other guy. Was the <laughs> yeah. boyfriend or what was that scenario? It was pretty uh, great. <laughs> there's a love triangle. That's I don't it. want to spoil it for you. Yeah, there's, please don't. There's, there's like a three season long love triangle. Um, the, the cool thing about Awkward, I have to say also, and when people are going back and streaming it, because it was on MTV, it's not a crazy amount of episodes per season like some of the older shows are. So I think our first season is like 10 episodes, season two, maybe another 10. Then they started giving us a little more because we were number one every night. So, you know, pretty cool. But anyway, um, yeah, the first three seasons, Love Triangle, you got to pick between me, the other guy, and the main girl, of course, and it gets heated. There's some fisticuffs. There's some uh, treachery behind each other's backs and all the stuff you want. Of course, plenty of drama indeed. And I want to ask you too, is there this fraternity sorority now amongst the cast members? Are you guys still in touch, group chats, all that stuff? Yeah, absolutely. We see each other all the time. Um, the guy uh, who plays Maddie from the show, I play Jake, he plays Maddie. His name is Bo in real life. And we are real life best friends. We met at the screen test for the show because uh, he was going for his character, I was going for mine. So we went in and read together. And we then got the parts and just started hanging out. We go golfing. I mean, by now it's, we've been on so many vacations and, you know, bachelor parties and all kind groomsmen right. and all, you know, like we're, we're best buds. And so there's that, but then the rest of the cast too. I mean, I just went to Jillian's wedding and I mean, everyone hangs out all the time. It's, I think it's the only job I've ever had where I actually do keep in touch with everyone that I've, that I worked with, uh, with everyone from the cast. I usually keep in touch with, you know, one or two people here or there, but yeah, they're, they're the best. They're again, I think maybe that's another thing. It's like, or going back to the sense of family, you know, that sure. show is family, all these podcasts is, I want them to be families. Um, yeah, it's the coolest. So of course I see on Twitter a lot, the hashtag bring back awkward. So I want to present to you a scenario, Brett, the okay. executives come to you and say, we want to bring back awkward. Your response is what? Oh man. Well, my response, first of all, is just, where do I sign? Uh, I don't care. Just is his name, Jake is the rest (laughs) of the cast back. And do we get to all have fun and make something together? That's really all I would care about. Um, The cast It's funny because every time we get together, of course, everyone throws around storylines and what it would look like and things. And there's been, you know, talk of, Oh, maybe the, all the characters meet back up at a wedding. Ooh. There we go. I see, you know, of course, maybe they meet back up at a high school reunion. There's, there's that. Maybe they meet back up for the birth of a child from one of the characters, you know? So we've always, I mean, every time we all get together, somebody has a different pitch. So you never know what it would be, but um, I do just, just point me towards the set and, and leave me alone. I, that's, (laughs) I don't care. So amazing. That's That's so great. Yeah. I'll definitely check out that show. I can't wait to watch it and watch Brett in action here. All right, my man. Well, obviously, there is a big-time sports betting focus to this program, and we have some action this weekend. Seattle is in action. We have Army-Navy. I'm kind of curious about your best bets here. 
All right. Well, give me some lines. I'll give you some picks. I know the. I'm not sure if the Seattle, the Seahawks one has changed. I know what it was when we did our show. Wait, is it still seven and a half? Let's take a look right now, courtesy of Bet Online. Jimmy Betts. He's always, <laughs> we call him Jimmy Betts. Sending Jimmy the Jimmy Betts. Yeah. Yeah. So minus seven and a half, Seattle, okay. the favorite. You like that yeah. number? Okay. So I said on our show, and we always make the picks on our show too, but Lo- Lofa is the expert and you know the ex player i'm just the idiot with a microphone and the one thing i know about seahawks scores is they're always weird we always score in strange ways this last weekend we had a safety to tie it you know like weird stuff happens so i always just kind of give the pick as far as who's going to win but this week it also covers the spread okay this week my official pick for the seahawks is the seahawks 12. (laughs) oh my and the Houston Texans four. <laughs> but if you're keeping track, that covers the spread. And my, what I'm saying to you is the Seahawks are going to win, but hammer the under, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I think boy. The under is four, or the over-under is 44, I think. So my advice, hammer the under, but take the Seahawks to cover. So the over-under is 41 and a half, and I would oh, assume four. due to Davis Mills starting for the Texans. Yeah, still, still under. I'm still on the under. Oh my God, 12 to four, a couple of safeties for Houston. Is that your mentality? You never know. Maybe Russ throws it out, uh, tries to throw it out of bounds, but it's intentional grounding from the end zone. Weird oh things boy. happen, Cam. I'm telling you. I mean, dude, we we had a fake punt for a touchdown last week. You know? Yeah, I saw Weird that. Weird stuff happens in our games. Yeah, totally. Let's stay in that division and talk about the 49ers coming off that loss. So, I mean, they need this one this week against the Cincinnati Bengals, the 49ers are the favorite by minus one and a half. What do you think? Yeah, uh, well, the the Niners, I think, are better than they played us uh, even in the second half of that game, or our defense was able to figure something out. So who knows if Cincinnati's going to be able to see that on film or not because our defense shut them out in the second half. Right. Um, and, and then, of course, there was that final drive, and we had to bat down that ball. But, hey, we got the job done. Never okay. in doubt. But they were driving. So I guess what I'm saying is I, I think – I think the Niners are pretty good, but then again, Cincinnati is good too. I think is it is, are the Niners are on the road? Yes, Cincinnati at home actually as underdogs. Which is I don't know. I think the Niners might drop another one here actually, but it's going to be close. So it's the yeah. I I take Cincinnati then. Yeah, okay. give me Cincinnati. All right, Bengals take down the 49ers. Jimmy G, Cam. Yeah, Jimmy G. Not late in the season. I don't yeah. trust. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's two picks in our game, even to our defense. Come on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Trey Lance era could be starting sooner than you realize. So one more. This is a big tilt in this division. Again, the Rams are taking on the Cardinals on Monday night football. The Cardinals are the favorites minus one and a half. You alluded to Matthew Stafford struggling and the Rams have been sputtering. If you look at the last month per se, what do you make of that matchup? I, here's how this is going to go. And you guys, uh, you know, you remember Biff Tannen in Back to the Future 2? Mm-hmm. This is that much of a lock. Are you ready? Okay. The Cardinals are going to absolutely destroy the Los Angeles Rams. They're going to dust them off. They are going wow. to plant their flag firmly on top of the NFC West this weekend and announce their true arrival. And that's coming from a Seahawk fan that does not want that to happen. But I just the, the the Cardinals are a really good team, and they're fired up. They're motivated. They want to prove it. And I don't trust Stafford. Lofa doesn't trust Stafford either. And also, 
here's the main reason I'm saying that. Because then we play the Rams next, and the Rams are going to be really pissed off. And that's how it goes for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so take it to the bank, everybody. The Cardinals are going to wax the Rams because the Rams play the Seahawks next. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what scenario is best for you, and it's probably Arizona winning because you're not winning the division, obviously. You just want to right. be in the wild card mix. So. Yeah, and we want the uh, Cardinals to sit everybody at the end of the year if we really are going to have a shot at this thing. I mean, right. you know, you want to beat the best, or if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. But when you're trying to just get into the playoffs, I'll play <laughs> your third string. <laughs> totally, totally. You'll take it. Brett yeah. Davern, ladies and gentlemen, host of Release the Show and Believe in Seahawks right here on the Believe Podcast Network. A friend of mine as well. Thank you, Brett, for jumping on the program. Hell yeah, Cam. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you to everyone at Believe, you know, Bron, Josh, all you, Connor, everybody there, you guys. It's the best team ever. I mean, look at this thing. It's growing like crazy. You guys have what, like 4,000 podcasts now? A million. Who knows? Yeah. Titles. We picked the right team, man. We love you guys to death. Thank you for everything that you do for us. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.